0: There's so many layers to this, too, though, Uh, and I'm not an expert on this, and and I don't know the exact details, but if we think about it and and we let these um, migrants come in, you know, it has an exponential effect on our economy. But, you know, we're worried about Social Security, right? What happens when these people become or come into our country and they're given benefits? How does that affect Social Security? which is essentially running out at this point. I mean, we can do a whole nother podcast on this, but I'm I'm interested. I want to know. And I don't know if you have any information on that or have looked into that or thought about that.
1: I don't have information on social security, but I did look up. Just give me a second. Um, There was an estimate on, I think it was the financial financial impact of having 14 million um illegals living here it was like over a billion dollars a year
0: um yeah i mean we can uh i was telling mike i would love to do like a multiple part series to this uh i'm I'm making notes so i want to go back you know i want to do a ton of research on this because it's it's not it's not as simple as you know crossing the border this is such a deep 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 subject because you're dealing with every aspect of life
2: at this point, you're dealing with the human aspect. So you're bringing um, emotions, you're bringing sympathy and empathy into it, but then you're also bringing in the the financial burdens that, that come with that. You're, you're, you're dealing with the the criminal elements that that come with that. So there's so like you guys have said that there's so many layers to it, that one conversation doesn't. And I don't know if we'll ever have the answers. Um, And and I think that's the problem where there has to be a a decision made to uh, once it's, it's a political statement now, but uh, make America first mm-hmm. uh, again. So you know, if America is first, we have to worry about what's in our own house but, uh, right. before yes. we we can we can't. Who who are we to take care of other people's or other countries' people if we can't take care of our own?
1: Right. It's like it, it's like not feeding your kid, and you know, you send your their dinner down the street to somebody else. So. Right. Right. It doesn't it, make sense. And it's, you want to help people. and it's, if it, it changes when you're face-to-face with these people, because it is, it's a human being. But I, this is not the answer, doing it this way. Right. It, you know, I, I
2: think where the, the right, uh, the right uh, wing really kind of loses credibility is when they, they really kind of exacerbate the, oh, we're bringing nothing but drug dealers and gang members over. And they sure. really, they, they hone in on that. Yes, there's bad people. Gosh, we have enough bad people in the United States um, and we don't need any more. However, I do think that's such a small percentage of what's coming, although it only takes, what, two people that know how to fly a plane, unfortunately. Sure. right? Uh, so I mean, one, one is too many, especially when you're talking about the terroristic element of sure. it. However, you know, I really think that's where the right kind of loses people is they, they focus on that. And then you get that extreme, uh, yeah. Where you, let, let's talk about the issue itself of people who honestly want a better life. How can we do that? But at first, but without you know sacrificing those that are here.
1: Yeah, that's I, if somebody can figure that out, would be good. I don't but, know. It's we don't have control over the Central American countries, but, and that's the key. You know, I don't. But would you agree know. that? What, what are,
2: why, why why, it hasn't been figured out is because conversations like we're having, they don't happen. Because you're either far left or you're far right. And you have to dig your, your feet in the sand. So you're, you're taking this stance based on, a, I don't want to say, well, I'll say it, a, a radical, you know, endpoint with except and you're not willing to listen to the other side.
1: Right, That's a big beef of mine. We, we need to find there is common ground. I have friends that are very liberal. I'm Conservative, you know, sure. I I do, um, I describe myself as a centrist with a conservative lean. I like you? that. I'm a like Libra, that. and I balance everything. I can okay. see both sides. <laughs> so, um, but I've had discussions with them, and you can, you can find common ground. You can find an overlap at least. You're not going to agree on everything, maybe, but you have to start somewhere, and you can start with the. that overlap that you do have that you can agree on. Uh, But I've I've literally been in conversations with people when they bring up politics, they literally kind of go like this and they don't want to discuss it. Sure. That's a problem.
0: It's it's interesting to think about when I was growing up and hearing like, you know, you don't mix religion and politics and you heard all these old timers talking, you know, saying that, oh and I just disregard it, but you don't really... Understand the effect of you know like what they were talking about must have gone back to like the Cold War and all that kind of stuff. And now you're really seeing like that's why we don't talk about politics and religion, like right? Well, our families are like, and because of social media, are torn apart over stupid talk, stupid Uh, political talk. You know, it's
1: it is a shame. I've lost. I think we've all lost friends that I had one that I considered family we were that close. And it it's a sin, you know, the deep, down, if you remove the politics, you still like that person. Like I've never done that to somebody. I may not right. agree with you. Um, I may think whatever, maybe you're misinformed or maybe I can learn something from you, but we're not going to learn anything if, if we don't talk to people and you just shut people out. Sure. Like you know? the,
0: the deep hatred that people You'd never expect would come out of them. You can feel the deep hatred. It, and uh, yeah, in terms like, uh, you know, get, learn the science. You're, you're you know, I, I'm so sick of hearing, and I know we use it all the time, but like you're misinformed and and, and like all these, like I, I just want to escape There's this. There's catchphrases. Right? I want to escape this time and go back to like 1993. I, I, <laughs> I am so sick and tired of it. And before I forget, sorry, off the top of my head, while we've been doing this podcast, I've been sending messages, uh, coming to our discussion soon. E- it, the term is illegal maritime migration. Oh, okay. So that's coming to a podcast soon. Um, and we'll figure out if you want to come back on that one, if we want to do it separate with, uh, the former coast guard. Okay, we can person, and then uh, we can grow this series. And maybe you can learn something. We all learn something about this because that's um, they won't they won't call it human trafficking or human smuggling, the correct term and the only term they can use is illegal maritime migration. Oh wow! It sounds good. It's the
1: language again, (laughs) right?
0: Right. I've been I've been informed over the last (laughs) ten minutes. I've been checking my messages on my watch. Educated. Yeah.
1: Uh, So
2: you know, let's get back to you know, the reason for the divide, and, and the reason why we're not going to, you know, solve this problem. And would you agree that because of the lack of transparency, that causes huge issues w- within, you know, uh, within the political realms, both factions? And what I mean by that specifically is, we know that there's flights that are taking off from Texas, and, you know, people are being resettled in the Midwest, and Florida, New York, California, and the the federal government just doesn't want to talk about that. Why is that? If that's what's happening, why, why wouldn't they let us know that?
1: If you're not, if they're not talking about something, it means they don't want you to know, which to me tells me you're not, you're doing something wrong. Sure. <laughs> um, and there are people that are trying to report on it. The transparency has been, or lack of, has been very frustrating to many of us, and it really does give you, you know, it, it's suspicious. It makes right. you suspicious, and then you lack trust.
2: Well, let's face it: uh, the, the the Haitians under the bridge in Texas. Fox News was the only news station that was covering that. Yep. CNN, MSNBC, they didn't want anything to do with it until I think the the last couple of days of it. They they might have run a, maybe a, a two or three minute blog on it, but Fox News was there covering. Why can't our media get on board? Why why does the media even have to be so divided uh, by political realms? News is news. And what happened to them, by the way? Well, some of, from what we hear, and maybe you can uh, uh, expound upon this, but from what what I've read is
0: some of them got sent back. Some of them have been relocated in the Midwest and Florida. My best friend uh, lives in Texas and he's just been sending me updates. They went from 80, 90 degrees. They're down into the 30s.
1: Wow.
0: And it's swinging. So, I mean, it, it's it's getting dangerous for them.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, a lot of them, I don't know the number. I know they did send a lot back, but they did absorb a lot into the country also. Um, and again, they haven't been real transparent with the numbers, but I have read it. I just didn't retain the numbers. Uh, what I found was interesting. Uh, some of these Haitians... of did themselves in they shot themselves in the foot they had because they've been living in central america for so many years they actually had um official id from chile and brazil and all these countries right and they dumped their id there's photos of all their ids being dumped on the other side of the border their plan i guess was to once they got across claim asylum because haiti is such you know i'm haitian and And so they got deported back to Haiti, which is where they weren't living, which they had problems when they got there then because they hadn't been living.
0: And just for Americans that aren't up to date, the uh, Haitian president was assassinated in the past year, and they're essentially in collapse, or I mean, I guess they've always been considered third world, but it's not good.
1: Fragile over there, very fragile. And very violent too. I've been following, right. trying to follow. Like I do this part time. I have a full time job too.
2: So <laughs> we, So
1: uh... <laughs> it's really hard to kind of people will ask me, like, ah, I'm not following that one so closely. Right. You know, I try, uh, but the violence in Haiti is there's gangs that are kidnapping. Well, we had Americans kidnapped there, yeah. and I, I apologize. I don't know what the follow up to that is. I don't know.
2: Well, they, they were demanding like a million yeah. dollars for there was 12 yeah. of them or something like
0: that right that those were the social workers or the yeah the i don't know what Mission, yeah right. missionaries yeah
1: it's been okay there. we'll
0: follow up on that missionaries in in haiti okay yeah.
1: i'll have to do some checking
0: <laughs> but on good i mean on that topic though what i wanted to ask you is um as large of a and sensitive as a topic as this is i wanted to Really talk about and zero in on the child the child trafficking yep. aspect of it, and not just across the border but within the united states um, and have you researched that or reported on that
1: in the United States, no, but I do know um, that people pay smugglers to take their children they 'll just hand them over to a smuggler and say, "Here you know take them and we've reported on several stories where you know, you capture you the CBP cameras, capture video of a smuggler, like dropping a three-year-old off the, you know, down the border, you know, or climbing down and drop, and they just abandon them. Right. Um, you know, and the smugglers, you know, this, they just, people are a commodity. If you get sick or, you know, you get injured, they abandon you. The group just moves on and leaves you
0: yeah i guess specifically what i was uh hinting at or, or getting to is uh sex trafficking
1: there is uh i have not to be honest followed it because once they get here if you are in that smuggling you know operation they they do traffic people but specifically i have not been following that
2: well i i know what what they do primarily is, is you'll get assigned to a a A group, and those group run uh, circuits, and that's where you know the I think it's Craigslist and Backpage and and all these other you know insidious type sites where you can find this black market sex trafficking work. Um, They they move around; they're not in one spot for too long. Um, I know I had another business at one time where I did uh, laser tattoo removal. And I had the opportunity to, uh, with a client that was actually, uh, tattooed by her captor. Wow. And she, you know, she was able to escape. She found, uh, refuge. Um, and I was actually removing the, the tattoo, which was an X and an M that was right on her inner thigh. And that's how they, wow. they marked their, they're marking people like cattle. Why am I just not wow. hearing the story? And oh it never my came gosh. up in conversation I guess but wow. but it it really it's 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 horrendous because she came up uh she was had come up from Mexico and she thought that she was going to live with her cousins uh I I think she's and this was several years ago so I apologize but I I believe her her cousins were in, in the California area but she ended up in the Midwest and because she, she, you know, you cross the border, you don't know which way is north, south, east, west, right? Yeah. And she went with this group. And next thing you know, she's in a, in a sex ring and she's getting beat every night. And, you know, they, they yeah. force you into submission.
0: It's a horrible life. So, yeah, it's a whole different, um, it's a type. whole different show. They show, about, subject, topic right. than 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 yeah. just migrants. I mean, there's there are kids, American kids that are kidnapped and yeah. put into sex trafficking. Sure. And, and that's really what I was, uh, referring to in, in that question and that's maybe we can all work on that together I, I would really love to help expose that i know like getting into the rabbit hole stuff and, and the q stuff about the whole sex trafficking connected to like deep state and all that kind of stuff um i, I want to keep digging on that because I, I know there's got there's truth to some rumor you know there's got to be something there i still want to find it
1: well there i think oh, over the last year or two not this past year uh, previous administration i think they made a lot of uh, advances in cracking down on some of the sex trafficking the sex trafficking as it's you, you had mentioned children specifically but adults really um is what i know and that is part of the debt bondage if you don't have right. the money to pay the smuggler then you could be trafficked you in, in that way also that's definitely part of that part yeah
2: that's pretty deep yeah it really is and it, it it, it's it's infinite. I don't think there, I don't think there's a, a foreseeable end to to any of this. It, yeah. It's going to continue on until people actually start having conversations like we're having. People that matter. Unfortunately, I don't want to discredit you, but you, but, but Randy and I don't matter. You don't matter because we can't <laughs> make the decisions, right? I mean, if we were running the the state, if we were running the country, I really feel like people like us, if, if we were in positions of leadership, we could actually do something proactive okay. and well it,
1: because we're not thinking of an agenda we're thinking of doing the right thing
2: i'm not uh, you know beholden to any lobbyist or, or whatnot um okay. it's you know you want to do right you want to make the right decisions for the country in which you love and while being empath- empathetic to the plight of our brothers and sisters of
1: the world yeah i don't I, I really don't know what the answer is. Sure. I the only answer is I, we don't have a lot of control over what other countries do, but we need to control what ours does. Exactly. Well,
2: lead by example. I mean that, that that's half the battle, right? And and by leading by example could be well we take care of our own first. And once again, it's it's whether you you like President Trump or you didn't like President Trump that the America First agenda worked. We were we were helping our our own out and and now they can't even they can't even get a bill passed for infrastructure except they and by but they had to hold people over on a friday night and they they passed the bill late at night that that that's how just unhealthy our government is right now is they can't even agree on roadway issues
1: right and that's um what you just said about america first I've, that's another language thing for me uh nationalism is not a bad thing right you nationalism means pride in your country and your culture which is what we celebrate allowing other people to do when they come here celebrate right. who you are where you came from you know but you're american
2: but that's they've, been linked to a white supremacists, right exactly yeah they've
1: flipped nationalism they they kind of connected it to white nationalism right. so when people now after being exposed to the media uh, spin on it now you hear nationalism, Oh, it's a bad word, you know, that's what they've done to the language and that's
2: to be patriotic is to be racist now and it's so odd to me, uh, the lieutenant governor in new uh, was a PA or New Jersey, uh, the female uh, oh, what's what's her name, she, she was just elected, oh gosh, uh, it's oh. eluding me. Virginia? Yes, Virginia. Uh, you know, they're calling her a racist. No, she's a middle-aged black woman. And and she was <laughs> oh, elected yeah. she's the
0: one that was taking pictures like holding the the yeah. rifle and- Right, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. She's a, and and come on. How how absurd can we get till till normal Americans are like, "All right, this is enough." Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the the fact is is that, you know, media is trying to to cover all that up. There are so many it, it Several races and, and people from different backgrounds, but so many black conservatives that are sick of all of the bullshit, you know. And yeah. people just open your eyes. I mean, how do you? I mean, how do you feel about w- what's happening and w- what direction we're going? And do you think that enough people are finally waking up?
1: I'm I wasn't, but I'm starting to see it. A lot of it has been um, exposed due to critical race theory and all the school board. The people that are speaking out at their school board meetings now is that that's gaining momentum right, and I think that's helping to you know kind of expose things and and that's growing and that's giving me some hope
0: and how do you feel about um so the the federal mandates and now all of the lawsuits that were filed within the first forty eight hours
1: I think like like many of us i get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine, but, and I'm all for, I'm not anti-vaccine, but I think you should have a choice. I'm anti-mandate.
2: That, that's exactly um, what we say. And, and because we, uh, this is how we don't get nuked on our, right. our, all of our social media pages. So I'm going to put out this disclaimer. We're not telling anybody that's listening to yeah. not get the vaccine. If right. you want the vaccine, get the vaccine what we stand against on the hall of mirrors is being forced to put
0: anything in your body you don't want well we're all freedom of choice and my question was not about the vaccine itself my my question was i guess was how what do you think is going to happen with these lawsuits do you think this mandate is going to be dead in the water or do you think it's actually going to you know make it
1: i think it depends how you know i i would assume the court system depends how far up it goes or which court hears the cases.
0: Because people think, think it, it, people think it's in, like it, it's a must, but it's not.
2: It, it hasn't not, been. Yeah. No, right. There's already been uh, stays put on it. I believe California actually did a, a stay. I, I think uh, California, San Francisco, I believe, was the first city to mandate it with the, the mm-hmm.
0: children, um, yeah. And I believe there's already a stay on that. Yeah, I say I don't even know if that's legal. So if anybody's listening, we're not giving advice. We we don't care if you get it or don't. But if you're one of the ones that feel like, oh, there's a mandate out now, I have to get it. That's not true. It's not finalized. Nothing's done. Just do your research. Listen. Uh, you don't. It's not a federal mandate yet. Just the it
1: problem in. is, though, a lot of these, um, like all the police that have had to leave because they're you
2: know refusing
1: well they're they've drawn the line in the sentence that you cannot work you know that that's their own mandate and i don't know whether whether that's tied to the federal one or whether they've just decided well what they're
2: what they're firing them it's funny how they're they're using some wordsmithing when they're getting rid of those police officers when they're putting them on no pay statuses they're they're not uh dismissing them for not getting the vaccine they're dismissing them for insubordination so isn't that curious um that they're they're not they're just playing around it is what it is but but they're going to play this legal game with verbiage on on why you know whether they're insubordinate well why and then you get to the root cause of the insubordination but you know you you and police officers aren't the only ones no they're they're not but you know a police officer's uh Geo, uh, you know, guidelines and procedures is a book probably 12 inches thick, and and with policies and procedures and whatnot. So if this doesn't come to fruition, and they can't get rid of a police officer based upon the vaccine for insubordination, they're going to find a way to get rid of the police officers. It's just, unfortunately, that that's, that's the society in which we live. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and right now they're they're hanging their hat the the, the administrative powers at be on insubordination, uh, failing to follow uh, general orders. Well, we have the
0: still to this day the Chicago uh, police union, union president yeah. uh, came out and is still saying, you know, don't if you don't want it, don't do it. Uh, we have across our country uh, nurses leaving, doctors are leaving. Teachers are walking away. There's enough people walking away. Uh, I this has to disrupt our our economy. It has to disrupt oh, no our doubt. way of life. You know what is going to happen? I'm just I just feel like that. You know they're they're poking a sleeping bear. I'm just waiting. You know what is going to happen? It, I thought it would have happened already, but well, I, I, we we spoke about this before. Is that
2: I you might be able to convince me to get a vaccine. And I've said this before, you know, you, you threaten my livelihood. I've got, you know, a family that I have to support you might be able to coerce me into getting that. But I really think the the line in the sand is with you tell me I have to vaccinate my child. Yeah. When, when you put that on me, that's when a lot of eyebrows, that's when people start to speak up because, you know, what, what do Americans want? They want to go to work. They want to provide for their family and they want to be left alone. They don't need government involvement. And yeah, it's I, one I think, thing
1: to tell me what I need to do, and I have to make that decision. But when you force me to do something to my kid, that it is. Yeah,
2: right. And that's where I see, I, I think this may have been an overplay on the, the hands of the powers that be. Is 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 mandating it, and maybe that's why we won't necessarily see San Francisco, arguably one of the most liberal cities in the country, right? Right. If if not the most liberal, so that's probably their beta test to see what happens.
1: Uh,
2: If you're talking once again rabbit hole conspiracy or new world order stuff, that you know (laughs) there's got to be a a a beta test somewhere to 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 see the public's response. So I I don't think it's a coincidence that San Francisco was the first state to or first city to mandate this.
1: That's interesting.
2: Sorry
0: Lauren we didn't mean to go down that. Sorry. <laughs> that tangent. I was just wondering, you know, how you felt about, you know, where where the government was going and w- with this. I didn't mean to get on the whole vaccine talk,
1: but Yeah, I think we're it's going to be interesting. I think this, you know, the more people it's you know, putting people in situations they never thought they would be in and people are showing courage and I think that inspires other people and it's it's it, we're at a turning point.
2: All right you know if you think of society in the united states as a pendulum i think we've swung so far left that we can't possibly swing any farther so we've got to come back towards the middle and i think right in this t- time frame right now that we're at we're starting to pivot back towards the middle i think the the elections in in virginia it was a a huge statement of uh how fed up the
0: americans are i'm still is New Jersey a done deal? I know he was hol- holding out. Are they doing a recount? What?
1: As far as last night that I, I saw, they're still, they're still trying to flesh that out.
2: Didn't they find 12,000 ballots? Did, did I re- read that? They, <laughs> Boy, they, they <laughs> found 12,000.
0: Someone posted <laughs> the voting machine, the touch screen that they're trying to click on Republican, and it yeah. wasn't uh, reacting.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know. They're, they're, yeah, I don't think it's a done deal yet. So he we have knows. that,
0: and and
2: that gentleman was a he's a truck driver, right? That's going against the was going against the incumbent Democrat. Oh yeah, yeah. So even if he loses, oh, or not in New Jersey? No no, 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 the truck driver won. Oh, the truck driver. Yeah, that's that, a rat. Okay,
1: that's yeah. um, in another state.
2: Yeah. What oh. was that? New?
1: Where was that at? I forget, I forget what state it was, but I think okay. he spent like hundred and sixty dollars on his campaign.
2: Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, I dug into that. He actually spent about ten grand. Um oh, But, no. but <laughs> that was what the everyone was saying. It was, you know, it, it, arguably it was a cheap campaign. campaign. That was New was Jersey. Some, that, w- that was, but that was down. for uh, that was for the Senate seat, the okay. Senate seat, in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, but e- even if it, it, it came up then, and he ended up losing, I mean, ju- just the amount of votes he got. Ed it Ed is his name Ed Dur right uh should should be a, a a warning a shot across the bow that look we we need to start thinking about our citizens first because everything it seems like every vote has to be like either you're one side or the other and it. It's what's good for. No one's thinking about what's good for for us as Americans right now. It it, it really does seem like they're they're trying to line their own pockets for it, and you know they're beholden
0: to their special interests. Before I forget, and you're talking about the pendulum, and that's maybe correcting coming back. Uh, I think another piece that that's going to have a a shockwave is the Rittenhouse trial mm-hmm. and what's happening with that. I mean, um, it's not looking good f- for uh, the prosecutors. Uh, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Have you been, you've reported on it. You've been watching, right?
1: I've been kind of have one ear to it.
0: <laughs> but I mean, the witnesses they called, I mean, made them look foolish. And it, it, I mean, it looks like Rittenhouse is going to walk. So yeah. the, the question is, you know, is how's the, how is the left going to react? Is it going to be forgotten or is it going to be a big victory for, you know, for
2: the people that see, I, I I know what you're saying. And I, I have a different take on it. I don't think there's a good outcome for that guilty or not guilty. I don't think there's a, 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 an outcome that's advantageous reason being, I personally believe that Rittenhouse is a mentally troubled kid. I really (laughs) think that I don't and I, I, I feel that He's he's been made to be somebody that that he's not. He's a kid with that that may be overzealous, that that might have some some tendencies that. He was only 17, now. Right, yeah. exactly. And, you know, wh- where where was his mom?
0: I wouldn't let my 17-year-old I don't disagree with that. to
2: Minneapolis mm-hmm. from Chicago mm-hmm. area, right? With, with an AR and, and say, all right. So I, I see some issues that I don't think that, do I think he should be convicted of murder? No, I think if he wouldn't have shot, honestly, he would have been dead. He would, he would have been right. the statistic. It was self-defense. I, I really do believe that. However, I think there's, to make him a poster child for, a uh, uh, freedom of movement. I, I think that's the, once again, I think that's too far extreme to the right.
0: Well, I didn't, I, I wasn't saying make him a poster child. I just said, I think it's going to have some kind of effect. And, and in this be, pendulum it's, it's you're gonna,
2: talking it's going to affect it. it. Ultimately, there's going to be more riots in Minnesota
0: or Wisconsin. Where is it?
2: No,
1: uh, Wisconsin is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah there's going to
0: be, a, yeah, you said you think he's mentally, yeah, something I don't, I don't know how you put that together, but uh, I think you know he was absolutely patriotic and and we just started watching cities burn for Mm. for i don't know how deep we want to get on that no i I, I don't want to go too deep but you know he felt a sense of duty i don't think he went there with intent to kill people i think he you know they went there to protect businesses and i I don't think he knew what he was getting into so
2: maybe me saying mentally ill isn't the right word um that's not the right phrase um I believe that I, I try to think back to when I was 17 years old and you know, if this was happening in my time, first and foremost, my, my mom would probably shoot me before letting me leave the house or something like that. But That's, that. The, but that, that's that, the thing, man. We didn't have to worry about that. We didn't have yeah, to. It was a completely different world. But, but uh, try to get into the the psyche of 17
0: of year old Randy, right? Yeah. Uh, I was ready to go. To, I uh, took my ass fab and I was ready to go to the arm. Okay. Well, because 9-11 shook me and I still have like PTSD from 9-11. Okay. I, I guess I, I understand that this is why, this is why
2: we enjoy this conversation. Cause we can, we, we have these banters and we all, it, it seems like we're arguing, but we're not, Yeah, we're just, no, we, we enjoy each other's perspective. I've been with my, I'm
0: 37. I've been with my wife for, uh, for 20 years. And, uh, she's the reason why I didn't go to the military. The sole reason my, I'll um, never forget when the army recruiter came to my house and I didn't tell my dad and I invited him for dinner. So, I wanted to be an Army Ranger. That's how, see, that's and, where my and mind was.
2: 17 year old me, I was a, a volunteer fireman. And I just remember I want to run into the house fires, but not to put out the fire because that's not what was my mentality. I got to break shit. I got to break windows out. And, and, and no, like, I, I get so that. So I'm thinking, you know what I mean? So what was the motive for that? Hey, I get to go be part of this militia and carry a gun.
0: I don't know if the, the mindset would was there. Well, I, again, I, I don't think it was a militia thing. I think it was, hey, I need to go, you know, we need to protect these business, businesses because even in small town Indiana, and we're only, we were only in 60, 90 minutes from where this location was, right. we had, and we'd never seen it here, we had people organizing in the hundreds and bashing out windows and businesses that we shop to every weekend. Right. And they're just looting and stealing shit. And for what? Right. In any injustice, I mean, it, you shouldn't have to hurt businesses and, and families and livelihoods that doesn't solve problems. And we were watching people destroy businesses. There's other ways to solve problems. And so I can see his sense of duty saying, "Hey, we need to go." Then no one has seen this since the '60s. Right. I mean, you weren't alive. I wasn't alive. So I could see his sense of duty saying, hey, we got to go. I respect that opinion. I yeah. do. That's yeah. all. That's where I'm at. And he's, we'll
1: he was well-trained. He didn't right? You know, shoot somebody just with a trigger finger. He was being attacked. I mean, he yeah. used some self-restraint.
2: How well-trained can a 17-year-old be, though? I guess depends, it depends on where you come from. <laughs>
1: right? well, yeah, I, guess, you know, people-
0: I take that for granted. You're right. Nope. You guys oh. are right. For an example, my, my wife's family are hunters uh there are two a people they are shooting a gun at six years old right mm-hmm. it's it's so i mean I, I i can't i mean i could see where the majority uh, a lot of america could say can question that you know how well trained can he be but out here in the midwest folks uh that's yeah. a way of life even down south that's a way of life so yeah yeah
1: it's so they people train their kids that's the difference between uh you know the the pro-gun people they teach their kids safety from day one so that they know what not to do and it really i don't know the extent of his training but it's possible it's been years that he's been around and you know one of the concepts of gun safety is you never pointed at somebody like you know alec baldwin
0: (laughs) right oh man We, we could get on that too but mike just to just to get back to to our banter um I have to say that I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I think it, the outcome of this is, might be a great thing. Um, but I mean, let's think about this. I mean, we haven't seen this happen, right? right. It happens. A kid who defends himself in the street, mm-hmm. um, especially in, in in the thick of the two A and, and like we have all these mass shootings and stuff. Sure but here's an example of self-defense in the public eye. Here's, here's why, here's why it's not going to be a good
2: thing because if he is found not guilty, every media outlet except probably Fox news is going to slant that and and incite more riots.
0: If, if there were, if it, if it was not, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. It was, there were, and, and i don't mean this in, in a bad way but this this was all white sure white on white yeah it
2: wasn't a, a racial component to it. if there was a racial component to it i could see that they already added a racial component to it they already said he's part of a white national am i correct the, yeah they, I don't, they, I they reported you're... that he was but what does that have to do with white on white because you can just say that i know but well, it's dumb why is the Why is the lady that was elected in in Virginia a a, a, a white a white a sympathizer a white racist when she's a, a middle aged black lady? Oh. I mean, it, there is no, and I think that's my that's my fear is there's no sensible thought to what happens now. It's whatever, however the media can spin that story to yeah. to, to get more clicks, to get more. We're life.
1: being held hostage to the by the media, you know, people. People hesitate to to do things because, oh, the media is going to say this. Well, I think we're at a point now where we can't do it that way. We kind of have to do the right thing and say the right thing, no matter what the media says, and then try to get the truth out there because that's, I've said it before, we're living in two parallel knowledge universes, right? and there's there's no exit highways, you know, dig crossovers <laughs> from one path to the other at this point, and at some point... The truth has to common sense and the truth need to prevail.
0: That's a key term right there that doesn't exist in, in anywhere is common sense. Well, and, <laughs> and, and, and
2: herein here lies the problem is that if, if Brittenhouse is found not guilty, that's I really fear that's the only the beginning of his story, because then the Justice Department is going to come in and there's going to be civil rights. He's going to be arrested for civil rights violations. And then the, the tax, uh, the IRS is going to come in, and then mom's going to be you know, arrested for, for tax evasion somehow. So you think they're going it's to come a, at him for, they're going to find something. I, I think the mentality of our justice system right now is if it doesn't go their way the first time, are going There is no double jeopardy, I, I feel, in, in in today's political climate. They will charge them whichever way they can well, I think until they get that conviction. Would you agree with that? I mean, they're doing that with the Minneapolis police officer. Um, look, he was found guilty for uh, kneeling on George Floyd's neck. He found guilty of murder. He's now getting charged uh, by the feds. And the IRS has just charged him and his ex-wife for tax evasion.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: So I mean, they've already buried this guy. Did he? But now they're they're trying to bury him. Even did he
0: evade the the IRS? They're saying so. Well, I I don't. I haven't looked into it. But But let's face it. He was already. He was already going to prison. He's already in prison. Yeah. So I mean, but now what does it even matter now? But
1: but they're
2: doing it. So imagine a guy that gets off.
1: But that's not like I feel that's where the hostage term comes in, right? Let's. It's that. you know, the intimidation to shut you up, sure. which for many of us, that is the reason to to get it out there and fight it because it, that's the option is to back down and shut up and let, you know, never fight for it again or try to at least <laughs> get the truth out. Well, well, and, look- and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> I think
0: everything happens for a reason. I think that kid was there for a reason. It could be, but I, I
2: think the, it comes down to individuals like us we are we are at such a disadvantage reason being if we if we set out truths that aren't popular we will be deplatformed right look at uh what's what's the gentleman o'keefe from project veritas
1: james o'keefe yeah
2: he would he, he was just rated right yeah. the feds just rated rated him and and because of uh, the the Biden daughter's diary or, or whatnot,
0: and, and so, I'm I'm gonna just hold that thought just to tell listeners what we're talking about. I don't have all the details, but what I have read so far is that that, that diary written by Biden's daughter, yeah, uh, suggests that Biden had raped her. That's what I read. Okay. Uh, do some research. I don't have the facts on that, but that's just the headline that but that popped but up. now
2: you're you've basically you're utilizing the FBI to raid a journalist's house and and those of his coworkers um, over a diary.
1: This is Russia stuff. Right, you know?
2: right. <laughs> that, that it's terrifying. It really is terrifying when, when you think about that. When, so
0: you know, like I've told people before, listen, invest in a good VPN for your computers. Uh, Lauren, I don't know if you listen to any of our podcasts, but after I did the Emily Rainey piece, they got into my cell phone. Oh, get out. Uh, yeah. So we, we, I, we did the Emily Rainey piece. Uh, we published it and the night it was published. Uh, I'm sorry guys for hearing this again, but I want to tell Lauren, uh, I, I leave my phone on at night. I went to bed at 10 30 at 12 Someone entered my phone and did a screen recording. I don't know if you have an iPhone or not, but there's yeah. an op- option for screen record. And they went into, uh, uh, Subfolder or, or, or a cluster of apps, and opened up or they, they they showed like where my alarm system for my house was, where my cameras are in my house, and I had my notes in that. And wow. they kind of they kind of messed around for a, mi- a solid minute, and then ended the screen recording. And so when I woke up it, on my phone, it said screen recording saved to photos at twelve thirty three a.m. And I, I like totally freaked out. I was so uncomfortable. Wow. Texted Mike at like five in the morning. Said, "Hey man, I think my phone's tapped." he's like, you got to call Emily. I called her like 7am. Um, and she said, yeah, they, they've been in my phone. They've been watching me. She said, because you've texted me, they're probably looking into you and building a case against you. So people uh, like wow. Lauren said, it's kind of like some Russian stuff. Yeah. Uh, invest in a good VPN. If you're a reporter or, or doing any kind of work like that, uh, have multiple hard drives, back up your work, Uh, don't keep it laying around. This goes for anything. I'll go like off the deep end, financial information, um, whatever it is, your valuables, think about a place for them because we're seeing this happening. People getting raided, uh, people, you know, their privacy is being invaded. Uh, Protect yourself.
2: I think the most curious thing is when we, Randy called Apple to. uh, Yeah, I did. I called Apple. They said, there's no way possible that could happen.
1: (laughs) i've had
0: law enforcement tell me and, and military people tell me otherwise that they can get into any iphone anytime they want
1: so, wow that's
0: it's, it's terrifying right it, it's yeah. absolutely and terrifying. by the way when i called apple i could tell there were a bunch of young young folks i'm talking they sounded teens or you know yeah. early 20s um and there's there's just no way they would know that information i i honestly i i feel ashamed for even tr- trying to get through to them but uh I was freaking, I was legit freaking out. That's when I bought the Faraday bags. If you don't know what Faraday bags are, they're pouches. You can put your electronic devices in, they block all signals in and out. Um, Uh, I'm not like, it sounds all nutty and stuff, but until it happens to you, it is the most uncomfortable feeling. Um,
1: Yeah, you're violated. Yeah, sure. So I'm
0: not a criminal. I don't have anything to hide. So that's the the part where i'm like well i don't really give a shit but at the same time when you feel violated you do it gets to you it irks you a little bit and you don't want
1: them to use any of that and cause you problems with you know whatever could happen
0: right (laughs) yeah i mean when you think about you think about planting stuff or whatever but like again i'm not a criminal i don't have anything to hide there's they what what do they find in my in my phone pictures of my children (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) you know i mean Uh, like
1: identity theft and things like that is what i would worry about yeah well
2: and, and i i I really think it, it's more of a message uh if anything was being sent uh you know hey we're we, we can do this uh, i th- i really do think it was a warning a shot across the bow per se uh however this podcast it has always been we we just want to give give perspective we we don't even agree uh, amongst ourselves sometimes on topics but it, it's pertinent information that, that, that yeah. just for for some reason what why is what we're putting out so intriguing to, to others, you know, that, that they would feel compelled to, to, you know, let us know that, that, that we're being watched.
0: So Lauren, we started, um, well, we started the podcast two years ago, but COVID hit and we took a huge break and we weren't sure where we were going, but my, my wife's a nurse. And, and when these mandates started coming out and um towards the beginning of the year, uh, I had made a post that went viral over 600,000 shares sure. pertaining to nurses. And, you know, they were holding up signs about, you know, last year's heroes, this year, you know, yeah. unemployed, unemployed. And, and so we started talking to nurses and, and telling these stories and our audience just exploded. And so my vision of, uh, of our podcast was completely different where I wanted to go with it. But like you, you wanted, you, you never thought you'd be a journalist, but here you are. Your articles are, are absolutely amazing. I thought, I told Mike, I'm like, man, I think she's been doing it. She's a lifelong journalist. I honestly he, didn't know he, you just he started. Said, he said that. Yeah. I said that. Thank I'm you like, so I, much. I'm Thank like, you. I think she's been a journalist for like 20, 30 years. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and so when you said, oh yeah, I just started February. I was like, oh <laughs> man, Mike's probably like, but no, I'm honestly, your writing is, is top notch. Um, and so, so and so like you, here we are. And I am, Absolutely in love with telling people stories because just the reaction from from people watching or listening and, and knowing that we've made a difference yeah. in some ways, like um, yeah. I feel compelled to keep going down this path. Even right. though this is, you know, I thought we'd have a, a a guys' podcast or talk about pop culture or sports, or but here we are. Um, right, and
2: the, the amount of people that said until they they've seen our podcast, they thought they were alone really resonates with us because we specifically with, with the nurses that are losing their jobs uh, just inundated with, with messages saying, thank you. You're, you know, I thought I was in this alone and we, you know, we, we've networked and, and, you know, made connections with people across the country, across the world, honestly. Yeah, we have, um, it's, it's pretty
0: cool. To look at the statistics I can share with you one time. Um,
2: but you know, that just the context we, we, we were able to forge uh, we're on the right path. And I, I don't think we're going to be deterred anytime soon. And we're just going wherever the wind takes us. Uh,
1: well, and- you're doing really good work. Um, and I know it's frustrating because I'm. We have this parallel, you and you guys, and, and myself, and others that are, you know, just trying to get facts out there. It's it's worth it every once in a while. You know, you're frustrated most of the time. You feel like sure. nobody's listening. But every once in a while, something happens and You know, it it makes it all worth it, and I have a phrase that I use at the bottom of my email that says, you know, something about um, using our voices together makes them louder. You know, and I I feel I'm one of those people that believes we are thrown into some of these situations for a reason, and like I consider meeting you guys one of them. It's
0: this is a conversation we've had so many times like wow we cross paths with people for a reason there's no other explanation yeah. it's it's just so powerful and it, it gives me goosebumps like right now i have goosebumps because <laughs> just like mike said the, the relationships we've had that we forged and and um and it's just it's so yeah. amazing two two uh, middle class guys from uh northwest indiana
2: uh speaking <laughs> with a a prestigious reporter in pennsylvania <laughs>
1: right now <laughs> wow <laughs>
2: Thank and you so much. I thank you so much for joining
0: us.
1: I uh, thank you so much for all of your kind words. You know, prestigious. Is, <laughs> I'll try to live up to that. <laughs> but I, I really, really appreciate the opportunity, and I love meeting you guys. Oh, thank you.